The Tights and Fights podcast for over six years, a revolutionary force in sports and entertainment. figure out what sympathies and things look like podcast gunter's theme is not jaws it's an actual music composition hi <laughs> welcome to tights and fights the show that discusses <laughs> wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves and apparently also music theory which i am not qualified for i'm the filthy <laughs> danimal danielle radford and i'm joined today by my fellow member of the nation of conversation booyakilk booyakilk 619 Lindsay kelk thank you so much i'm amazed that you were able to be with us today i assumed you would still be in the courtroom discussing the musicology of uh, Ed Sheeran versus Marvin Gaye and whether or not it was the same song. What with you being the preeminent expert in these things? I have so many opinions about that and I haven't been following it enough, but I'm going to go ahead and truncate it say, A, Marvin Gaye has influenced everything that came after him in the way that every artist could. And also Marvin Gaye's family hears you do like three notes in a row and they're like, oh, I'm going to do a lawsuit about it. <laughs> and sometimes... Robin Thicke, they're more right than not right. And sometimes I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, you leave that little ginger babes alone. I know it's not wrestling, but it is because it's it's courtroom dramas and I'm sure a contract was involved. Apparently Ed Sheeran said he's not going to make any more music if he loses. So it's it feels like a win-win. Ed Sheeran's a liar. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, we're back. Uh, uh, We do not have Albert today because Halbert is off doing... Um, you know, famously amazing, busy things as he always is. I understand he's in New York in the courtroom covering the Ed Sheeran Marvin Gaye case. I mean, I understand Um, he's performing the songs. (laughs) Straight from the New York courtroom, this is Hal Lublin, and you got this. That's a terrible Hal. Don't tell him I did that. (laughs) I didn't even practice. Now I want We Got This to do, like, best court case. Come on, Hal, meet us halfway. And I want to be on it, and mostly just so every time they say something I don't agree with, I can go, dun, dun, Julian, make this happen. (laughs) Julian, Julian, make this happen. To catch us up on some things that are going on, a little bit of housekeeping, one of the things we promised our Max Fund members who signed up to support Tights and Fights this year, which... God, we really can't thank y'all enough. And one of the things that we said we was going to give y'all is that we were going to do a raffle for free books. So go check the email you signed up with, because if you're smart, we know it's not your primary email, babies, because don't do that. (laughs) 
don't do that with with things you subscribe to please you will be inundated yeah, it's a real treat emails are free have as many as you like <laughs> use them to sign up for services goods and services make the most of that one treat that exists still in the world you get that 25 percent off good american every time they don't know it's not your first order it's a different email also treat yourself look hold off on bed bath and beyond because right now they're saying like 10 to 30 percent on their uh, uh going away sale and that is Yes, baby. It's gonna go up. It's gonna go up. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, I will, will it, I'm not I'm not even looking at that until it's fifty percent. I'll wait. Are you fucking with me, Bed Bath and Beyond. Come on. No, no, no. We're not playing games here. I'll wait until you get to TJ Maxx or until you get to like we're not doing this right now or Ross. But if you check <laughs> the email that you signed up with to become a member with us, you can find out if you want a signed Lindsay Kelk novel or a signed Danielle Radford at Gretzko Comic. Also, I don't think we mentioned this before. I have the single issue of the one that I did. I have a whole box of like some hard covers of the entire Agretzko Meet Your World that I did, the miniseries. Obviously, I only wrote one of those issues, but it's like a hardcover. So let me know because some people are like, I want the bagged single issue and I have those and I do have bags and I do have boards. It will be very well taken care of. But we also we've got like some hardcovers of the whole thing. So if you want those, let me know. So thanks to all of our members and congratulations to all of our winners. Thank you. Thank you. Now, y'all, we are coming right up on Backlash. There is a lot to get into. It doesn't seem like there would be because Backlash is usually like a who gives a shit show. (laughs) I'm I'm not saying it's not. Any show can be a who gives a shit show if you really believe in it. You know, (laughs) I mean, that's that's the joy about apathy. Like you can find it anywhere you want to find it. (laughs) And obviously, like the WWE draft just happened. That is huge. But first, as we discussed on the three count last week, WWE's Naomi is now Impact Wrestling's Trinity Fatu. Did you get a chance to watch her debut? Um, I saw all kinds of things on social media, obviously, and I am just so fucking happy for her. Just so happy. She looks happy. Mm-hmm. She looks great. I wasn't sure about the swirly optical illusion boobies on the cat suit, but a little you distracting. Know, she'll be fine. I was waiting for them to move, like if she was doing like a Riddler or right? like a She's villain. Yeah, I'm like, me with them oh, I'm gonna look and like I'm gonna yeah. look in, and then all of a sudden now the Bank of Gotham has been robbed. Like that was what I was expecting, which is dope. And it's like my grandmother would say, she has a fine bosom, and I feel like it doesn't play to her assets. And I want to see those assets. Both, you know, I want to see my humps. <laughs> um, so that's just me and that's not an objectification that's amazing what a fine figure of a woman show it to us so it wasn't all about the hypno boobies we're also fashion girlies so we come at this sometime a little fashion yeah. girly fashion corner it's a little bit fashion corner because like, there's moogla vibes there's total like moogla bodysuit vibes which yes. i am into from a fashion girly perspective i will withhold <laughs> comment until i've seen the match but i saw the finisher and i saw some cool bits and pieces and i'm like just really happy to have her back. I hope she gets to do some really fun stuff. Yeah. And she had a great interview where she was talking about how, like, she left. Like, there's a lot of speculation about how she left and, like, why she left and not all of it's true, which is, like, I swear to God, y'all, the internet just be writing fanfic and we'd be telling y'all that all the time. The internet writes fanfic 
which is why we'll joke about it, but we don't take it seriously. She just really didn't like the way that she was spoken to that last time. And you know what? Yeah, fuck we, it. Why you, we've all had, yep, none of us should put up with that. We've all had that job where we're like, oh, you ain't going to talk to me like that. You're not going to make me doubt my value like that. So good for Trinity. And so now we are going to go on and discuss the draft. So a lot happened. Roman and Cody are now on separate brands. And so I have been one of those people that everyone makes fun of where it's like, just let the story play out, guys. And now they're on separate brands. And I'm like... Okay, well, maybe I was very optimistic about how they were folding Cody into this. Right. And it's maybe okay this if I was I'm wrong. Sad. It's okay if, look, I'll admit if, I'll admit if I suddenly have doubts and I have, what do you think, Helk? I'm fucking sad, like genuinely disappointed. And I, I think it would have been, you know, I'm sad that Halbert is covering a very important trial in New York. It's not what he's doing. Because I really need Uncle Uncle Papa Hal to make this better for me. Because the reason I was okay with everything that happens at Mania, A, was I know from a longer storytelling perspective, from a broader view, it was the right thing to do. And I do agree with that. But it really was Papa Hal that carried me through that with his belief I held on to his belief like a glorious balloon and it lifted me up out of the mire and it carried me along. And I was like, as long as Papa Hal believes, I can still believe too. But now he's not here to tell me what to think. And that's hard for me because I love it. But it made me so sad because I want that story to continue. Otherwise, what happened at Mania is just Cody lost. Like, yeah, all that happened is Cody lost. I, um, I wanted Cody to I get his lick back. I don't know if I wanted back. to run out for a whole year, right? And and he got cheated. We know he got mm-hmm. cheated. It wasn't a clean loss. I don't want to wait a whole year till next Mania to deal with this. Nope. I think bringing a new title in, in and of itself is not necessarily a bad idea. But it does diminish what Roman's titles mean because he no longer has all of the gold. So it's always going to feel like a runners-up belt to me. And I, and I love mm-hmm. that they, I think they made it feel important. I think they did a really good job. Everyone's obviously so keen to get it. And once the shows are more separate, maybe it won't feel that way. But because it feels to me that they've just dropped a massive yeah. giant dino turd in the middle of the road of this huge story by separating Sammy and Kevin on the bloodline and by separating Cody from Roman. I'm like, oh, is that done then? So people at Mania just lost and there isn't a bigger plan? We thought there was a bigger plan because Papa Hull told me there was a bigger plan. Well, and and here, two things I will say is that one, there is the rumor that they're genuinely thinking about having Roman overtake Hulk's like run. Like they're, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. Get that racist motherfucker out of here. And he'll just have it forever and ever and ever and ever. At least have him do it until like the day after. But then I feel bad for everyone on SmackDown. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I feel bad for everyone. And also, it's like, so then they create this new belt, which to me feels like, you know, that thing they do with inflation sometimes where they're like, we'll just print more money. It's like, you can't just print more yeah, belts we'll make more money. and they have the same belt. Yeah. <laughs> What's the other belt? Well, I don't know if you know this, but there is another wrestling company and they fucking love printing new belts. They print new belts like Scrooge McDuck. So, uh, I, and to me, from my personal 
perspective is that that doesn't help that company by having more and more and more belts. Um, so I don't want to go that way. I don't. They're not going that way. I think this is it on the belt front. Well, no, <laughs> because it they're, does yeah. feel slightly less, right? Because it does. It is. It just feels slightly less important. It's one of those things where it's like, well, no, like uh, when inflation happens, look, yeah. the WGA just went on strike. I got a yeah. lot of very Look, socialist fucking feel. Yeah. My books used to cost six ninety nine in the UK. Now they cost eight ninety nine in the UK and I'm not making any more money. That's what I know about inflation and capitalism. And that, yeah, and <laughs> it's like, that's what I know about belts. I have high hopes for the belt in and of itself. I have high hopes for how important it's going to feel on Raw. Raw is a flagship, flagship show. It's yes. only going to be on Raw. It's going to be hotly contested. It's going to be really fiercely fought over. And I think whoever gets it is going to make it feel special and make it feel important. But it's always going to be the belt they had to make because Roman had the belts. Like, who gives a fuck what I think? I don't know how long it's going to take for me to get over that. Two gives you two shits, like, not them. Look, uh, look, obviously, everyone knows this. We have said this a million times. Do not come to this podcast if you want to listen to a bunch of like <laughs> experts doing expert opinions if you want to mm, listen well, in 1974 <laughs> that belt was held by fuck off fuck if off if you and, <laughs> and those podcasts are great and i listen to them but that's not Amazing. what we do love it we're shit posters <laughs> that's not what we do. cats and butts and cats and butts cats and, cats and, butts, and, butts, and butts i was genuinely disheartened by the separating of them and the thought that I won't get that story paid off anytime soon. Mm -hmm. If Cody just wins that belt straight away, it's going to feel like the Cody runner-up belt again. And he just had one of those. God, I hate to say this because I sound like a fucking boomer, but it's definitely going to feel like the <laughs> Cody participation trophy belt. Yes. Everyone and that's gets not fair to him. Um, that's not fair to and him. And that's not fair to him. And the work that and he's I, but done. But then at the same time, I'm like, they're so positioning him like so strongly. His little pictures in the middle of the, the, the screen, mm -hmm. like, and he's the only one, he's the only baby without a belt down there. Baby needs a belt. Baby deserves a belt. Baby's working real hard. But then, like, so is Seth Rollins, and he's there. So is Finn. I would love to see Judgment Day drowning in gold. I, I think there's still room for that. I think there's still room for that. Is there anything to any of the call-ups that, like, fuzzy. especially stood out to you? For me, I'm not even going to lie. Look... Like every year they do these and I actually like it. I like it. I think that it's fun and exciting. I love the NXT call-ups, but the most exciting call-up yes, for me, and I have been blowing up the group chat about it, was the instant that Imperium got moved. I was like, what are we going to do? Samantha's not with Imperium. And then Ricochet got moved and I was like, yes. The following is a six-man tag team match scheduled for one fall. Introducing first, Ludwig Kaiser, Giovanni Vinci, and the Intercontinental Champion, Gonta Imperia! I mean, that's the thing now, and I think it's very cute that they let you stay with your boyfriend or your girly um or your partner mm -hmm. whoever they like may be. barbie boyfriend girlfriend yeah boyfriend girlfriend um and boyfriend, girlfriend. but that was a bit of a <laughs> downer that anytime someone got moved it's like well i guess so and so is going there as well but that's a, that's what you get for being a fucking mark and a smart mark at that i was really excited for indy hartwell really excited for indy hartwell i think she's got oh. scope to be really fun 
Um, Even Grayson popped for her and then I had know. to like go back and be like, oh, wait, that's not my yeah. character. Like, oh, wait, I Because I was when she just got the belt and then she got injured and I was like, why, 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 for why, for what, for what, for why? Now I think it's even more cute that they let her get the belt before she came up, like let her have a minute with the belt and said, thank you for all your service. <laughs> like, I really appreciated that. Um, I'm really excited for Cameron Grimes. He has been toiling away mm -hmm. for way too long. I think he could be really fun on SmackDown, especially with LA Knight there. Like, they could have a lot of fun. Pretty Deadly, I think, could be a lot of fun. I'm intrigued to yes. see. They've got, they put, like, quite a lot of big characters on SmackDown. And I'm intrigued to see how that's going to play out. I guess more of the fighters are on Raw and the characters seem to yes. be on SmackDown. So I'm excited to see where we're going. Characters ready or whatever. They're not the one on USA. Um <laughs> just welcome. Characters welcome. They're just welcome. Oh my God, Thank we're you. monsters. We're conditioned We're old. It's what <laughs> my name's Lindsay and I like television. <laughs> Pay your writers. Pay your writers. <laughs> Pay your writers. It is, though. Like, I'm interested in the mixing up. I like what's happening on there. Yeah, I'm very much... I don't want to say pick one. I want to say that, like, I fall deeply in love with one Black woman in wrestling every year. I am in love with every Black woman in wrestling every year, but I fall deeply in love with one every year. And right now it's Samantha Urban, and we're all just going to have to be okay. You know, I lost my mind. The point I lost my mind on Raw, and I nearly put this over, was when the great Queen Charmelle came out in her Chanel-inspired gear on the Girl. first Monday in May. And I nearly fell down, and I had to like, go and get Jeff. <laughs> He was working, he didn't care. <laughs> but I was like, oh my god, we Chanel's even... wearing like a boucle, like a Chanel inspired outfit, and it's a Chanel Met. It's a... And he signal. was like, What is what is wrong with you? I was like, it's my brain is broken. <laughs> All that's in there is kittens and wrestling. Um and I don't know what else. But I was delighted. By and that. the Met Gala, which we're not which I'm deliberately not talking about because we'll do this instead of the show. Um, because the Met Gala is just wrestling, and you guys need to know that. Um, but we should talk about that Diet Prada posted Kendall Jenner's uh, Kendall Jenner wrestling tangential now because she's Bad Bunny's girlfriend. Um, but I hate was that wearing so much for me gear. I, I can't. I'm not. I'm not pro it. But like you do, you Benito. Um, you do, you Benito. But Benito did have one of the best men's outfits of the entire gala. I hope he wears it to the ring. Uh, but Diet Prada did post Kendall's it. outfit. If you care to go check it out, it was fantastic. And they did post it as um, Taylor Swift if she were a WWE wrestler. And I nearly fell down. And I was like, get out my brain. Get out my brain. Because that's exactly what it looked like. And I loved it. It does kind of feel like AI where it's like, you, except the fingers match and it's made by a human. And God, <laughs> I, I'm and sorry. Pay your I'm writers. Really obsessed pay with, your writers. Pay your writers. I'm just really obsessed with pay um, and so before we go to break, backlash. Yep, that's the thing. Has anyone been able to answer why Omos and Seth Rollins <laughs> are fighting? I knew you were going to say that because the answer is no. They didn't even do <laughs> yeah, anything anyone. about it. One on, person. Right? On Monday, it didn't come. Omos had a match and Seth had a whole shenanigan, but there was no... There was no, so no. Can it not? Can we just? I'm like, so, I'm like, I don't have a watch because now watches are for rich people. So I'm just like looking at my bare wrist, being like, my bare moisturized wish. Oh, 
She's so glowy, everyone. She's dewy. She's dewy. She's she's well because uh, I'm wearing. I have to wear bio oil because I'm waiting for my scar to heal. Oh, uh, because of the scar. Yeah, got it. Nailed yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Smashed but I am it. dewy as fuck. She's dewy. We should just be wearing she's bio dewy. oil. She's dewy. Yeah, I don't know. Can this be another one of those things? And I think we've offered them this get out clause before. And I am prepared to go back into the files and see if we have another one. Um where they we can just give them a pass to just not do it but then never mention it again and like pretend it was never a thing it's one of those ones where i'm like nah yeah like don't make some white dude's gonna come in some white dude's gonna come in and interrupt a ratch and omos isn't gonna have anything to do with it just like let's not do it though because i have a lot more sympathy and time for omos after his appearance on watch what happens live i agree and i think oh no you made me fell in love i know i'm so sorry doesn't he just seem like a very sweet nice guy I want to hang out with him all day. I want nothing. I mean, I want nothing for success for all of them. But anytime you get to humanize a performer, I'm like, oh, that's my baby. Don't hurt my baby. Imagine how easily he could get things down from your top cupboards. Like, tell me that's not a friend worth having. He could just, he wouldn't even need the step stool. Not even the little step stool to get I right mean, to the top. I hate to be, I hate to be that asshole. I didn't mean to be this person growing up, but literally every long-term relationship I've ever had has been with someone who can get something off my top cupboards. So when I see him, I'm just like, okay, so when are you moving in? Yeah. I And I think not only Tomorrow? would he move in, I think he would like Check, clean Checking up. my wrist. I think before he <laughs> even like. Checking my wrist. <laughs> your dewy wrist. I think before he em- started emptying his boxes, he'd like give the place a clean view. And he'd be like, no, you're busy. Let me clean up. I'm the one moving in. I'm inconveniencing you. Like this is the start of our life together. Let me clean for you. I think that's, I think Omas is that guy. I don't know if I'm reaching, but I was right about Gunther because I've seen his wedding photos and they were adorable. And I said he was adorable. Yeah. So I might be right about Omos, which means they just shouldn't do that match because it's fucking stupid. I know. And also I will say that's another one where it's like something that I think a lot of us love is the um, chasm between who someone is in kayfabe and who they are in real life. And every time someone posts like, oh, my God, Gunther is being like a really silly baby it's like no that's who Gunter is he's, he's a really such a silly, silly like goose. if you've been following he's him such a silly he's goose. a silly baby yeah Gunter's that dude that he's like a uh, shack where he's like oh uh, i'll <laughs> like ice cream and you've come find me oh he's such a silly congratulations baby. walter which is actually his real name uh and, and jenny good for them good for them oh and good Sorry. for them but apart from that i'm just like Give me my LWO Judgment Day match. Uh, is that right? No, Rhea and... Well, or actually, yes, because Rhea and um, Zelina, right? And then Bad Bunny, Ooh. who is kind of tangentially LWO. They gave him a shirt. Versus, like, Damien. Yes. Any thoughts? If you've got this week's wrestling, you can tell us all about them in our Facebook groups and all of our other socials via the links in the show notes. My fellow graduates, for 500 episodes, my podcast, The JV Club with Janet Varney, has gathered story after story of all the scandalous things we've done throughout our childhoods. Wait, what's happening? Stories like how Jamila Jamil survived a horrific house party and she was on crutches. 
great. Or how Hal Lublin learned a Shakespearean monologue in his pajamas. This is not the speech we approve. Without your love and life tragedies, there would be no podcast. In fact, I'll have an exclusive look at how Maggie Lawson's mom confronted her after a sneaky basement meetup with her crush. Spill the tea, JV. Security! Uh, uh, listen to the JV Club with Janet Varney Thursdays on Maximum Fun! Class of forever! Hey, when you listen to podcasts, it really just comes down to whether or not you like the sound of everyone's voices. My voice is one of the sounds you'll hear on the podcast Dr. Game Show, and this is the voice of co-host and fearless leader Joe Firestone. This is a podcast where we play games submitted by listeners, and we play them with callers over Zoom we've never spoken to in our lives. So that is basically the concept of the show. Pretty chill. So take it or leave it, bucko. And here's what some of the listeners have to say. It's funny, wholesome, and it never fails to make me smile. I just started listening and I'm already binging it. I haven't laughed this hard in ages. I wish I discovered it sooner. You can find Dr. Game Show on MaximumFun.org. Hello, Nation of Conversation. Tights and Fights producer Julian here. If you follow the show on all of our social media channels, you know we were scheduled to talk about Rey Mysterio for this part of the show that we call the main event. Unfortunately, some last-minute events prevented everybody on the team from being here this week. We agreed to hold off on that conversation until everybody could be here because I know that Ray is someone that you're all excited to hear about from all of us. So right now, we're going to go straight to the three count that Lindsay and I recorded. And if you are a MaxFun member, you can look forward to a mini episode from Lindsay and me where we talk all about Rey Mysterio. I actually had a lot of fun with it, talking about San Diego's favorite son. So I really hope that you guys enjoy that. That'll be in your bonus feeds next week at some point. With all that said, here is the finale of the show. Got a podcast. Fights and fights is the name. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Lindsay Kelk, joined today by... Julian Linkster. No. <laughs> Julian Burrell. And it's time to share the joy of wrestling with you. This is The Three Count. Watch my three count. Technically a two count, but I've got like 17 things. So, uh, Julian, <laughs> why don't you go first? The last man standing count. Um, got a lot of great Rey Mysterio memories, and I really wanted to recommend one because where can you possibly go? You can go to the Royal Rumble. The one, probably one that like probably was the sign that they were really going to go with him, and that he truly arrived as a main eventer. Uh, you could also look at his ma- his WrestleMania match from this past year, which I think probably stands up as far as like just the hottest anybody has been ready to see from a storyline perspective. Uh, a Rey Mysterio match. I was there. It was pretty great. But I think I will go way, 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 way back. This was uh, Halloween Havoc. Uh, I want to say 1997 WCW where Rey Mysterio was wearing the very famous all-purple onesie. And it, it, it's him versus Eddie Guerrero. Quick attempt at the Quebrada Moose. Oh. Nice arm drag by Mysterio. So quick in the air. Oh. And he sends Eddie Airborne. I'm going to tell you what. He flew across that ring right there. Like a dog. Oh, man. Cross body. They both go on the outside. The image of Ray in that onesie is still hilarious to me, even though I think it is famous for good reasons and bad reasons, but it is just so silly to me. Even like as a kid, I thought it was really weird. But can we like credit him with the resurgence of the onesie? Maybe. Maybe. You know, maybe. Because it's at I think it's at once a um 
you know, like a like a gymnast suit and also something that would be wildly impractical to go to the bathroom in. But it was um, welcome to being a woman at a music festival. <laughs> it is still a great match. Um, and there's a reason everybody shows it, not just from the silly costumes. It's just like it's so smooth and when even if you just watch it not knowing anything else about it it is so clear that like eddie does a great job of making sure everybody knows that he's the bad guy ray does such a good job of selling everything so he looks so he comes across as very sympathetic if you want a little throwback to the days when ray was i mean he's still great now but my goodness when he was on wires and was young and did not was not encumbered by anything physical whatsoever it is a sight to see for for the time so Go back and watch that. Truly. I will. One of my favorite memories of, of Rey Mysterio is watching his match with you at WrestleMania, Julian, because I think it was the purest yes. version of happiness I've ever seen in <laughs> another human at, being. He looked right at me, Lindsay. Did you see? He looked at <laughs> me looked, I saw it. I saw it. He wasn't looking at me. I saw it. <laughs> and I love that for you. And I recommend anyone that gets the opportunity to see Rey Mysterio wrestle with Julian Burrell. They should do it. Um, I was trying to choose one thing and now I'm like, no, fuck it, 10 things. Um, so I do want to put over Walter's wedding because it just seemed lovely. Walter and Ginny, um, NXT former talent Ginny, um, which it just looked delightful and they look like maniacally happy. They look like super villains on their wedding day. Like they are so happy and I love it. Yeah. Um, and then two other things. One, <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm going to do either of them. One, I mentioned Kieran Culkin on Hot Ones talking about wrestling. Um, I don't want to ruin Succession. I will not spoil Succession. But on this week's episode of Succession, Kieran Culkin's character literally future endeavored someone. And he literally used the term... We wish you all the best in your future endeavors. And I nearly nice. fell off the sofa he because knew I'm what sure. He was doing. Right? And I just can't believe that he didn't have a hand in that or that they didn't know he's a big wrestling guy because mm. it was the exact wording. And I was so happy. I, I did that. Mm. At that point, I turned into Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio meme where I was just pointing <laughs> at the TV. <laughs> like, I get it. I get that. I recognize that reference. 100% rewrote the line on the stage. Like, what if I said yes. it this way? You know? Like, ah, what sure, if try, I just walk out way. of the room saying we wish you all the best in your future endeavors? I was like, oh my god, magical. <laughs> um, and the other thing that I can't quite believe I'm going to put over, but I can't quite believe I heard it with my own ears, is a moment from commentary on Raw this week. And I will try and pinpoint it, Julian, if you choose to share it with our listeners. But if you do, earmuffs for the kiddies. It was a moment was during the Seth Rollins match when Kevin Patrick said, Is there anybody in WWE quite like Rollins when it comes to eating out and inside of someone's mind? And I did a double take when he said that. <laughs> and then Corey Graves said, It's a family show, KP. And I nearly fell over. I was at this point doing yoga. It's important to do your stretches. But I was doing mm-hmm. stretches and I just burst out laughing and I had to go back and make sure I had heard what I had heard. But it was just very funny. And I do want to give Corey Graves I can't again what I want to give Corey Graves credit for being funny and quick when he is funny and quick because it turns out a lot of my issues with him weren't with him they were with his boss uh and it really was just one of those off the cuff amazing commentary moments uh that you could not plan or plan for and it made me laugh so I wanted to share it because I have a puerile childish sense of humor and I thought you all might have to (laughs) 
he had to be <laughs> leaning more into being a slime ball because Vince was telling him, no, 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 more of this, more of this, say this, say things like this. So he he can be a very like genuinely funny dude whenever he, like look at him in NXT. He was a fine commentator in NXT, yeah, right? Great. Um, so it's just, you know, just lean more into that. Lean more into that and lean more into that cute video where you and Carmella told uh, all yes. of Carmella's stepkids that you guys were pregnant because that was adorable too. So we want more that of that. another thing I was going to put over. Wholesome content. Wholesome content of the week. Go watch Carmella and Corey tell their kids that they're pregnant. It was just, oh, I've had a very tearful week. But go check that out. Um, there's so much good stuff out there this week that's wholesome and full of joy that you need to find. <laughs> that does it for this episode of Tights and Fights. This week, your hosts were Danielle Radford, along with me, Lindsay Kelk. Uh, Julian, do you have anything to plug? Otherwise, it's just do me, I... and that's going to seem awful. Uh, sure. Yeah, I do, actually. Uh, why don't you go listen to the episode of Go Fact Yourself that just dropped on Friday uh, when you're listening to this? It should just be a day old. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so uh, you might notice a certain topic that comes up in that show in the second in the third part of it actually the third part of that show uh maybe it'll be very familiar and it'll be right after you hear the uh the tights and fights promo that was uh, gonna be around all your favorite max fun shows this week so yeah go listen to go fact yourself this week if you're a wrestling fan you will like it a lot so have fun is it about cats and butts and cats and butts uh you know surprisingly that was not a <laughs> an area of expertise from somebody but maybe next time when you're on whenever you are on i'm which cats will come up on one day <laughs> I, I, I'm always available as for me what I books I got books I mean you know now books. there's books um, I, I would love you to check out those books I would also love you to check out what's happening with the WGA writers strike because uh, that affects well, it affects everyone in LA because it affects our economy um, but it also affects people that aren't getting paid a fair wage for fair Too work true. and unions are important and when one union wins everyone wins and one thing that I did here which I think is really relevant to us because WWE is part of Peacock and that means Peacock's oh. getting a ton of programming that's not going to be affected by the strike which kind of defeats the object of a strike unfortunately because WWE writers aren't on WGA contracts a lot of people have asked me they are not um but the point of this strike is not just about getting a fairer wage this is one of the first times a union has taken on the big tech giants so this is the first time a union really has taken on Amazon and Apple and Netflix and have a chance to win something which will have Mm -hmm. major implications for the entire global economy going forward because if Amazon employees unionize, they can point to this and say, well, they figured it out. So that's another reason why this is important, not just because we don't want anyone to hold up Abbott Elementary, which they shouldn't, <laughs> but also let's maybe like take control of things before they yeah. go off the rails. Um, so I'm plugging books and I'm plugging the WGA strike. Um, yes, go absolutely. unions. Go- there's so much other things. Go break down your watch list. Go play some video games. Go do some uh, things that you've been meaning to catch up on and let's support the strike. Let's support the workers right. right now. Comment on everyone's Instagram accounts. Go to the streamers. Go to the TV shows and say, I support the WGA. It's, it will take you two seconds uh, and yeah. it will mean the world to people who literally cannot pay their rent. I saw someone saying I can't pay my mortgage and I'm like, that's ambitious. Uh, <laughs> very few of the writers <laughs> I know in LA have actually been able to buy a house because that's the issue with talking about anyway 
that said, our producer this week is the six pun nine, Julian Burrell. I've always wanted to do that, Julian. I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> and the senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our new theme music. Did you hear it? Did you hear it? Isn't it special? Yeah. Isn't he the best? We're putting him You're over You're hearing it that. right now, maybe. <laughs> You're hearing it right now. Just like take a second. There it is. Thank you to all of the Max Fun members that keep this show going. We could not do this without you. Keep up with us all week long on all of our social media channels. They are in the show notes. Find our Tights and Fights WrestleMania t-shirt at maxfunstore.com and celebrate ice cream Christmas all year long. The dream. It's the dream. We'll be back next week for more, you guessed it, wrestling. Here comes the pain. Bow to the masters. This is a podcast, they are podcasters. Max Fun's the network, Dyson Fights is the name. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.